The Joy of M Sports presents The Sweet Spot with Corey Bradley. Welcome to The Sweet Spot, sponsored by Pinchapenny Pool, Patio, and Spa. I'm your host, Corey Bradley, and today on this student-athlete interview presented by Greg Wakefield with Edward Jones, I'm joined by two guys from the Wiregrass Kings boys basketball team, two guys that when I see them in the gym, I'm hoping they're on my team because if they're not, I know it's going to be a long day for our defense. So uh, without further ado, here in the sweet spot with me today, Nolan Perry and James Strickland. Guys, how you doing? We're doing good. Good. How about you? good, man. Glad we can make this happen. I know we've had some maneuvering with the schedules and locations trying to get this conversation set up. So I appreciate you guys swinging through the sweet spot. Yes, sir. Thank you for making it happen. Yes, sir. So starting off, we're going to do a, a rapid-fire segment. I'm um, going to ask you a question. You just kind of give me your thoughts and who would you prefer in that situation. Nolan, starting with you, Giannis or KD? KD. Better scorer, just as good of a defender. I, I'd rather take him to lead my team. James, who you got? KD. Yeah. Second best player in the league Yeah. every year. All right, so who's first place? LeBron. All right, yeah, yeah. You feel the same way, Nolan? Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. I Giannis gets the hype, but man, KD is that dude. Like I said, offensively, defensively, he can do it all. Seven foot tall, one of the best shooters ever played a game. So I'm with you on that one. Ja or Zion? Oh man, that's tough. I'm taking Ja. Yeah, I think I go with Ja Morant too, yeah. just because I'm I'm a little worried about Zion's ability to hold up you know, under all the the wear and tear he's got to go through him being like 285 pounds. So yeah. Jaws got a lot more tools than he can do it himself. Zion requires, you know, a point guard mm-hmm. and passers. He can't really, he can't dribble, can't shoot. Yeah. So, a yep. jaw all day. Yeah, I'm, I'm we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Hopefully, Zion gets <laughs> there. <day. laughs> yeah, I'm a Spurs fan, and so we got to play both of those guys because they're in our division. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Jaws, he's the one that scares me. He, the things he can do, it's amazing. And uh, it's frustrating because that's how good he is, but crazy. he's super talented for sure. Now, you can say any player on this one. Down one with seven seconds left. Who do you want taking a shot? Damian, any player. Damian Lillard. Dame time. LeBron James. <laughs> <laughs> so, we, hold on, we got um, opposing opinions there. So, why you say Dame? I've, I've seen him hit a good five, six, like, game-winning, clutch time, playoff, like, just game winners big time shots and he always comes through yeah. it feels like so you say LeBron I say LeBron yeah just same reasons countless game winners yeah countless playoff game winners countless game winners that mattered in the playoffs <laughs> that <led> championships. <laughs> I gotta start with Nolan on this one and that was my first pick it was was Dame was Dame time well LeBron is he's awesome for sure like he's the best no doubt but when I came up with this question, the first player that came to my mind was Dane. You can't go wrong with either one. You're wrong. But, uh, yeah, Dane was who I decided to go with on that one. Now, if you could choose one player to start a franchise with, who would it be? Like all time or like now? Somebody's playing now. So even if in their prime, like who would you okay. want to start with? Um, Anybody um, coming I mean, to mind? I think – I think if we're going with, like, a younger player, like right now, yeah. I think Luka would be a really good piece to build around. Okay. I think 
he can because he can do it all. Yeah, he's almost like LeBron, but right now he's a little bit better shooter, and I think he'd be a really good young piece to build around. Yeah. I'd have to go Luca or Joel Embiid. Okay, they're on the young side. And okay, top five players in the league right now. Yeah, yeah, Luca, man, he's another guy that's in the Spurs division that I. <laughs> Can't get away from these superstars, man. But yeah, I can't. I can't uh, disagree with either one of those. I like Embiid. I like Luca. Even though Kawhi burned us, I yeah. still respect Kawhi. Mm-hmm. I'll take him any day. But uh, yeah, so that that'll do it for our rapid, rapid fire segment. But I just want to kind of get you guys thought with the NBA being in in full swing. See what see what your opinions were. Uh, but like I said, I loved your answers, no doubt. Now moving forward with the sweet spot, you know, it's called the sweet spot. Because growing up playing baseball, there was no better feeling than hitting the ball in the sweet spot of the bat. When you're on the basketball court, what's your sweet spot, Nolan? Like, what's your feeling? You're like, man, this isn't, doesn't get any better than this. What's your favorite moment when you're out there? Pulling up from multiple feet beyond the three-point line <laughs> and knocking it down. That yeah. is definitely – I guess that's kind of like my signature my signature move. It, it's pretty awesome. Yeah. What about you, Jay? When we start getting on a run, it's just like – Everybody's excited. Jim's going crazy. You, you know you're taking control of the game. It's just chills. Yeah. It's no better feeling. Man, you, you said run, and maybe it took me back to that Friday night. Y'all played Evangel at home, January 22nd, if I'm not mistaken, man. That third quarter, you guys went on an absolute tear. And I usually, like, I'm usually chill at games. You know, I try to remain neutral. But man, y'all get y'all have me hype, man. I'm up there. I came in, I think dap a couple of you guys. You, you was coming to the bench, James. I gave you a dap, man. And so I was I was just pumped, man, just to see you guys come out. Cause we know third quarter is the most important quarter of, of any game. Cause you can either put a team away for good or you can let them stick around for, with hope in the fourth. But uh man, yeah, just seeing the Wiregrass Kings, that team basketball, that pressure y'all put on the opposing team, uh, it was definitely a beauty to see for sure. Now, James, man. Talk about the best part of your game. What do you feel is the best part of your game when you're on the court? I'd have to say my defense because I'm, I'm usually the one that has to guard the other team's best player, and I think I bring that aspect of that, I, that my teammates can always count on me to hold that guy to 10 points yeah. or zero if it need be. Yeah, and I can't recall single time where he's been guarding their best player he scored over 10 points so i can back him up on that one that's what's up man no what about you man what's your best part i think the best part of my game is just um i know the defenders have to respect my shot and so it really opens up a lot of other things that i'm able to do and that's really what i've been working on like this last off season being able to um finish at the rim um, just take contact and finish pull up and not necessarily have to settle for a a uh, contested three or, uh, you know, a really tough layup. Just, um, I guess just my shooting really opens up the rest of my game. And, you know, your answer kind of goes into my next question. I was going to ask you, what do you feel is your most improved area? So um, talk about, elaborate a little more, have you improved, you know, kind of just not being one-dimensional? Like what's some of your drills that you work on? Um, I, in this uh, off season, I worked a lot on – finishing I worked a lot on a couple of different moves specifically that I knew I could always count on to be able to get me an easy layup so I would always pull out the euro step a spin move uh, a floater in the lane you know anything like that I think that's really helped me to um, kind of just grow my overall game as a player what about you James what do you feel is the something one of your most improved areas over the last few years 
Uh, from last year to this year, I feel like this summer I worked a lot on playing with the pace because last year I was out of control a lot and wasn't really skilled, and I added a little bit of skill. And not as much as he's got, but <laughs> I can hold my own now. Last year I would just fast breaks or the occasional wide-open layup. So I think I helped the team out a little bit. Now, Nolan, uh, is there a player that you model your game after? Um, I'd say if I had to choose one player, it'd probably be Stephen Curry, just because he's so fun to watch. I love watching him play. Like, the way he moves off the ball, the way he's able to create open shots for himself, and he's also unselfish. Like, he doesn't um, he doesn't try to, you know, hog the spotlight, or he'll, he'll easily give the ball up, and so, yeah. Now, James, before I ask you, I'm not sure if you remember this conversation, but about three years ago we were at the Fripp household for Bible study, and somehow this conversation, this question came about, and you said you kind of see yourself as a J.J. Reddick. Uh, said, <laughs> said your stamina and conditioning, so you never get tired. Is it still J.J. or is it somebody completely no, it's different? it's not J.J. anymore. Yeah, yeah. That was back when I was just a <laughs> sit-in-the-corner guy. No. I mean – I, I I feel like I'm uh, like Kyle Lowry in a way, just kind of a glue guy. I can help you in all sorts of ways, just an all-around player. No, I, I'm not really the best player, but yeah, I help us win I in several you. different ways. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's important, man, to have somebody who can do a little bit of everything. And so I know I flex. I've played with you. I played against you on the court a few times. You know, church. Uh, at Calvary and stuff like that. and So I get it, man. Like I said, as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, whenever I see Nolan, whenever I see James, I'm hoping you guys are on my team because if I know it's on the opposite side, it's going to be uh, – we're probably going to lose. So, <laughs> But, yeah, so I'm with you on that, man, for sure. Hey, this is Corey Campbell for the Houston Academy Raiders. You're listening to The Sweet Spot with Corey Bradley on the Joy FM Sports. Pinch a Penny Pool, Patio, and Spa is a proud business ministry partner with the Joy FM. More than just a full-service pool and supply company, they offer backyard entertainment options like big green eggs, clear light infrared saunas, and patio furniture. Now locally owned and operated by Jason and Amy Sharp, Pinch a Penny Pool, Patio, and Spa, 1435 Westgate Parkway in Dothan. Phone 334-671-POOL. Care Animal Center is a business ministry partner with the Joy FM. Their goal has always been to assemble a team that's dedicated to providing quality veterinary services for their clients' pets. Care Animal Center offers surgical, dental, medical, and pet wellness programs for that furry member of the family. Their website is care-animal.net. Care Animal Center, 3454 West Main Street in Dothan. Phone 334-794-6333. Attorney Kaz Espy is a proud supporter of The Sweet Spot with Corey Bradley. Kaz has experience in both federal and state courts regarding a wide range of civil matters. Specializing in bankruptcy, debt resolution, probate, and estate planning, Kaz listens to the concerns of his clients, understanding their individual needs. Attorney Kaz Espy, phone 334-793-6288 or online at espymetcalf.com. No representation is made that the quality of legal services to be performed is greater than the quality of legal services performed by other lawyers. Many of us spend more time thinking about what's for dinner than thinking about retirement. But if you think your retirement deserves more attention, I can help. I'm Edward Jones Financial Advisor, Greg Wakefield. Stop by our office at 5630 West Main Street in Dothan. 
Edward Jones, Making Sense of Investing, member SIPC. Hey, this is Will Holland for the Wiregrass Kings, and you're listening to The Sweet Spot with Corey Bradley on the Joy FM Sports. I'm joined by Nolan Perry, James Strickland, here on this student-athlete interview presented by Greg Wakefield with Edward Jones. Now, James, starting with you, what drives you? What motivates you when you're on the court? Just the desire to win. I hate losing anything. And, like, ping-pong, video games, I'd be mad if yeah. I lose. Yeah. So I just, I just want to win at all costs. I'm with you on that. Like, I, I tell my – I went home last weekend. And I was telling my family about our my coaching experience. I coach nine and ten year old boys. I uh, think about it every day. What I could have done differently. And, you know, I wanted to win for the guys. Most importantly, just because we, you know, all the hard work we put in throughout the season and practice. But I hate losing. Like I hate losing, whether it's taboo, whatever it yeah. may be, Jenga. I don't care, man. Phase ten. Like, I hate losing. I'm a competitor at heart, so I'm gonna give it up my all. Whatever I'm doing, I'm gonna make sure. 110%, you know what I'm saying? So, Nolan, with you, man, um, I read a quote that you shared. It says, everyone has to fire, but the champions know when to ignite the spark. What sparks you? I think I've just got um, kind of like a perfectionist little streak inside of me, and that really motivates me to be the best that I can in everything that I do. And that, like, it translates into um, schoolwork and just, almost every area of life, but especially on the basketball court where I'm driven just by, like, that perfectionism, kind of that striving to be the best that I can be. So, Is there a certain area where you feel like, man, I'm too much of a perfectionist in that one? Something that bothers you because you have to do it right? Um, I'd say, like, if I don't get a great grade yeah. on a test or something like yeah. that, or if... I make like three out of ten in some shooting drill, and I was like, man, I could have made like six or seven. But yeah, just kind of like little things like that, I yeah. guess. When I was in school, and and you know, other students used to pick me pick on a pick on me about it was my writing. Like I would have to erase and ha- had to be perfect. Yeah. And I remember one girl, Mary Alice, she called me out like my junior year. She was like, I know you want to erase it. I know you want to erase it. And I did, and I couldn't do it because he just called me out on it. But I, it kind of became OCD, man. Like, I, my bedroom, bathrooms used to be, like, spick and span. Everything had to be lined up. If my cousins touched something, they knew they had to turn it. It, it got bad. It was pretty bad. But when I got to Auburn and I became a college student and all that went out the way, you know, I was just like, man, I'm, I'm just going to class and wearing hoodies and stuff. So that whole OCD, you know, definitely uh, went away from my whole lifestyle. But to the next question – James, for you, man, what would you say is the biggest misconception about your game individually? Like something that people misunderstand when they see you or when they uh, they think they got you figured out, but they really don't. Is there something that the biggest misconception? I mean, the only time I think I can think of is we played uh we were playing a team and we were in the game and the coach started yelling, "I can't pull up," and so. I guess you said I couldn't shoot, but then I made like three threes, <laughs> so it felt a little good. Yeah, but I don't really know if anybody is misunderstanding my game. What about you, Nolan? Um, I think just the conception that um, just, just, just a shooter. shooter. <laughs> there was one game; it was against uh, Abbeville, and I was on the free throw line. I had just gotten fouled, and one of their players he said, oh, "You don't have to worry about him. He's strictly a shooter." 
and I ended up with twenty something points that game. We still talk about it. We still, yeah. <laughs> we still. I'm, I'm strictly a shooter, you know. But yeah, that's probably the biggest misconception, yeah. just because of my size too. Like I naturally like it doesn't really look like I'd be great at anything else, but I've improved a lot in those areas. So. It's funny you said it. I was uh, at Calvary Baptist. That's what we play basketball, as we talked about. Coach Nolan was there, and I can't remember who the guy was, but he said to Coach Nolan, like he, because he he mentioned your name, Nolan Perry, and he was like, "Yeah, he's a shooter." And Coach is like, "Nah, he, he can do everything. Like he can do a whole lot more than just shoot." And so I had a feeling that would be your answer on that one, because like you said, people think you're just a shooter, but you can affect the game in so many different ways. Now, Nolan, speak on the honor of being named a captain and being a leader in your senior year. I mean, has this been an adjustment for you, or has this been something that's been an easy transition? Um, I think it's been – it's definitely different, you know, than last year. You've got to um, make sure that you're a good example out there on the court because lots of people are watching you. And being a captain is not just necessarily a title, but it's it's a position among your team. It's not just some little – like a little bar beside your name that says captain and you go up to do the pregame stuff. It's you're an emotional leader of your team. You're a mental leader of your team. You set the tone for the rest of your team. So it's been a little different transitioning to that, but you just got to um, always have in mind that your actions set the tone for the team. What about you, Jay? I almost kind of had to – Agree with that because, like, if we're our team, we're, we, don't, we don't have momentum, we're not playing too hot, they're looking towards us to still be uh, plugged in, energetic, still trying to trying to win and not down on ourselves because shots aren't going in. And we've had a couple of games that we had one game where everybody was down and you could just tell that we were not doing our job, but and we lost that game, but. Every other game we've, like, we play a team. We play another tough game the next, the very next following weekend, and shots weren't going in, and we were, we did a lot better, picking everybody up, encouraging everybody, and we ended up winning that game. So you could just tell the difference of what, been a lot different from last season. I mean, obviously we weren't captains, and so you weren't as focused on your other team's uh, morale. You were just trying to do your own thing and looking to the older players. So have you two um, kind of always been leaders as far as other teams you played on in previous years? Have you always kind of seen yourself as someone that's going to will your team to victory? Um, I think so, yeah. I was a captain in JV when I was in 10th grade. So last year was a little bit, a little bit different. I had to kind of um, realize that there were a couple of other guys that were older and a lot smarter than me. But um, other than, than last year, I think um, usually I've been in a leading position on my team. You see yourself the same way, mm-hmm. James? Yeah, I was the cap- a captain on our freshman team in 10th grade on JV at Dothan High. And last year, same thing. You had to realize that you weren't our, our, we weren't really our best player on our team. So we had to look to Caleb as our captain and best player and follow his lead. And so just a one-year adjustment period. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, taking you back to that January 22nd game, that Friday night against Evangel, um, knowing you were sitting there on the bench, your brother Justin came over and gave you a hug, man. That just, like, warmed my heart when I saw that, man, just the embrace uh, that he had for you during that game. And I know your sister Claudia and Cassidy as well, they play ball. James, you have Luke who plays basketball. Uh, James, starting with you, man, 
take a moment just to kind of talk about your influence, impact that you have on your younger brother uh, on and off the court? Um, well, he, this summer actually, is making me help him work out. And that, that kind of feels good because I've always wanted to be a, I, I want to be a, like a coach in the future and kind of a trainer. And that just made my, made, made my day when he walked in my room and told me that. And I actually have a sister that plays on the girls' team too. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And she, I think she's playing in part because I play and I have fun and love it so much. And but she don't really ask me for coaching advice. Says <laughs> <laughs> so she got it all figured out. Huh? Yeah, she, she's got it figured out. <laughs> well, another man. What about you? Uh, speaking your influence on your younger siblings. I think like being the oldest child. Um, all of them, like, I can kind of tell that they all really look up to me. Like, I'm going to be the first one to go off to college. I'm going to be the first one to, to graduate. I'm going to be the first one to do a lot of things. And so um, with my little brother, like, he's my only brother, and he's the youngest child. So he he kind of demands a lot of attention. And whenever um, we'll play, we used to play Hot Wheels. We used to play Legos. I mean, we would play all sorts of things, and every time – like we would go outside, we could play. We would play soccer, we play basketball, everything like that. And just cl- growing like a closer relationship by doing things like that, it'll help you like just influence them, and they'll respect you, look up to you, you know. And my sisters, they're a little more independent. They they got it figured out too, <laughs> kind of like James' sister does. They're they're not really in the mood for a lot of advice sometimes. But yeah. but my little brother, he's he's my biggest fan for sure. Yeah. And, it warms my heart. He's a he's a little mascot. Yeah. <laughs> now, James, talk about um, having to juggle work and school and basketball. I mean, what's that grind like for you? I mean, we don't have a lot of time to party. If that's what you're saying, <laughs> <laughs> we. I mean, me and Nolan, we'll we'll do school till like start at eight. Get get up and work out. Start at eight. Do school till three. Go to practice. Some days he works in the weekdays. I work on Saturday and Sunday, so I don't have a. I don't really have a weekend, so it's just it's it's a grind. It's it's hard. It takes dedication. It takes hard work, and I think it's built uh, built our character into who we are, and we're responsible, and that just we we know that after practice we can't go home and crash because we got to go do work on calculus. Yeah. So it's just medicine the men we are. What about you, know? Yeah, it's definitely been definitely been pretty difficult because I work at Chick Fil A, so yeah. I can't work on Sunday. Yeah. So yeah. I've got I work on, on Saturdays, um, but a lot of the time Saturdays we've had basketball games, and so I've had to fit in like two work days during the week and trying to finish all of the days of school that I need, like dual enrollment classes, um, going to practice for an hour every day because coach, coaching has never taken a day off from practice <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. So, yeah, but it's it has been tough, and but it's definitely keeping us busy. It's making us uh, show the value of hard work, that, that hard work will pay off, even if it's in the workplace, basketball, in the gym, you know, in the classroom, everything like that. Nolan Perry, James Strickland joining me here in the sweet spot on this student-athlete interview presented by Greg Wakefield with Edward Jones. Uh, let's talk about Coach Nolan Helder for a second. Uh, I mean, amazing coach, just the things that he does, the standards that he sets, the details that he 
um, just kind of teaches, whether it's practice or games or any chance he gets an opportunity to do that. The coaching staff, Ricky, Spody, Kirk, I mean, you guys have a, a great staff that gets a chance to lead you at practice and games. Talk about that coaching staff for a second and just the, the standard that they set for the Kings basketball team. Well, Coach is um, – he's definitely one of the best coaches I've ever played under. I think James can say the same as well. Mm-hmm. But, By four. Yeah. <laughs> he is committed to making sure we have all the little things right. Like if like any kind of missed rotation on defense, any uh, missed opportunity on offense, he'll, he'll, stop, he'll stop the game for you. He'll be able to – he'll break it down. He'll tell you what you did wrong, what you need to do next time. And it's not just, like I said, kind of it's not just the big thing. It's not if you've missed 10 shots in a row, okay, stop shooting. Oh, you just let him drive right by you. No, it's the little things like, okay, you need to be in help like half a second sooner. You need to um, be able to see this pass. You know, I think, um, and the assistant coaches have really helped us out too just by encouraging us throughout the game, throughout the season, and um, offering words of advice, just little snippets here and there. And, yeah, but coaches – He's an amazing coach. I can't can't say enough about him. Yeah, I mean, I had he's got him down to a. Uh, it's just the little things. He stresses everything in games. If we're not doing something right, we'll, we'll get chewed out. But if we're if we're doing something right, he's right up there encouraging us, saying great job. So he kind of balances it out. But yeah. it, I mean, it's fifty fifty. The reason we win games. Is, some of us, but mostly him, just because we're so small and t- t- really slow. But he just drills us and keeps pushing us to our limits so we can continue to have success. And so he makes sure, yeah, he makes sure uh, we're playing the right way, no matter who we're playing. Mm-hmm. Like, even if we're playing some team that's like 0 and 15, like, if we're not doing our jobs, he'll pull us yeah. right out of the game. You know, yeah, it's it's that kind that, like, I think that makes a great coach who's yeah. concerned about every minute that we're playing. He coaches the same against the worst teams yeah. as with the best teams. That's right. And that's something we can't say about our play because it's, it's kind of hard to play against the bad team. <laughs> yeah. But he's still over there getting us to play defense like it's a college team. Yeah. yeah. It's funny you guys did it again. I was basically about to go into that question of the process of, Playing at a school that you know is overmatched, they're not as talented as the Kings. I mean, what are the, so every practice is the same regardless, whether the team is undefeated or they hadn't uh, won at all. Like, how? What are practices like as far as details? Like, what what are the little things that he does teach in practice that keeps you guys on edge? Oh well, we start practice. He always when we're getting ready for a team, when we're getting ready to play a different team, we always meet on the baseline. He has this whole list that he's because he takes the time to watch film which is another thing that i've never had a coach do yeah it just breaks it down and we game plan we specifically set a defense for this specific team no matter who it is and he i mean we sometimes the game plan period will last 15 minutes but then we'll just go and practice we run our little offense which isn't much because we try to score in transition as much as we can and then we spend most of the practice focused on our defensive rotations and jobs. I like that, yeah. I, um, like I said, I'm a fan of Coach for sure and the entire staff. Like, whether well, it's, you know, obviously I'm not at practices, but at games, 
I got to see him go over every little thing. He'll get on the court and show you exactly where you're supposed yeah. to be. And he has not only your attention, but the entire stadium, the entire arena, every person in there. Oh, he's the loudest person <laughs> there by far, by far. So last year's team won the state championship. Yes, sir. This year's team is hoping to accomplish the same feat. What kind of a progression have you seen as far as the team chemistry going from last season to this season? Has it been like – a huge jump as far as the chemistry and the overall play that you've seen from last year's team? I think it's been it's been a pretty big jump, I think, in our team chemistry because last year, you know, we had Caleb. He was a great player, but he was a very – he was a ball-dominant player. And, like, he was a great scorer and everything, but sometimes it would kind of, like, zap our flow that we had going on. And this year we've really tried to focus on trusting our teammates, just always just spreading the ball around. Like we kind of play like an NBA team, I guess. We shoot a bunch of threes. We always take, um, you know, we always try to take open looks no matter where they are. And we've just done a lot more things like outside of basketball. I think this last year than we have the last couple of years. It's really kind of bonded us together, not just as teammates, but as friends. And it helps us to really enjoy playing together. So I think those have been kind of the biggest things that have boosted our chemistry this year. James, you got anything going to add? Man? That's what I was going to say. Yeah. The fact that we just uh, we uh, we go we, a, lot, a lot of us are actually into disc golf right now, which is okay. Not very w- well known, but we'll go up to Taylor and just play for two hours, and then like we've had eating competitions at CC's, <laughs> yep. which we I haven't won any of them. Well, yeah. And then I mean we just we'll have we'll. Go would be everywhere together. Like if you see one of us, you probably have uh, three, see two or three more. Like we just do it a lot together, and we didn't do that last year as much. But I mean, it's some of us are eighteen. We're hanging out with our freshman teammates, yeah. so it's just we're all equal, and it's just helps to gel a lot. Yeah, I think that was. I think you kind of hit that right on the head when he said we're all equal. Like, even though we're, I'm about to be eighteen. He is eighteen. Like, we still love hanging out with our freshman teammates. Like, Christian and um, JP. JP and Riley and all of those younger guys. I think it's really important to, like, invest in them as well. Like, yeah. you know, be able to kind of, like, show them little things about their game that they could do better. or And just, just be their friend. Like, because I think that that's kind of something that's overlooked a lot. Like, seniors sometimes just go off and they just hang out with their own little group. But mm-hmm. it really helps form a closer-knit group if you – you know, take the time and effort to invest in everyone on your team. And that that closeness allows us to, if somebody's doing something wrong, we can have, I guess, altercations just like yelling at each other and we know that all is forgiven. Yeah. Like there's no mm-hmm. grudges. Like no one could chew me out because I did something stupid and I'd be like, I just have to deal with it because I know it's coming from the right place. Yeah. So as you guys get ready – to make this back-to-back challenge, try to accomplish what you set out to do from the start of the season. I mean, what is it going to take to to get the job done this year? Doing our thing, going out there, executing the game plan, and if we play the right way and we don't make, obviously, dumb decisions and don't beat ourselves, I feel like we can beat any team we play, so that's our plan. Yeah, I think, think like, if we – if we play like who we are, if we don't let um, the other team kind of take us away from that focus, if we play hard and play smart, 
we'll be successful. Stay disciplined. That's that's a big thing. No matter if we're down by 20, up by 20, or it's mm-hmm. a close game to the end, we just got to keep playing our game and make sure we're not turning it over, scoring in transition, and boxing out, which is a big thing. Nolan, James, man, I truly appreciate you guys swinging through the sweet spot. I know we've been trying to make this happen for a few weeks, and you know, I'm glad we were finally able to make it happen, have you guys sit down, share this conversation, and you know, we wish you guys nothing but the best as you get ready for your state tournament this weekend. Thank you. I right, appreciate thank you. you. Yes, sir. Thank you for your time. You've been listening to Nolan Perry and James Strickland of the Wiregrass Kings on this student-athlete interview presented by Greg Wakefield with Edward Jones as they prepare for their semifinal matchup against Evangel Christian on Friday night at True Divine Baptist Church in Montgomery, with the championship game being played on Saturday. We wish the Kings varsity boys and girls teams nothing but the best during the ACSC State Tournament this weekend. You're listening to The Sweet Spot with Corey Bradley on the Joy FM Sports. It's more than a game. RLC Shirts is a family-owned and operated custom apparel and gift business, providing custom printing and embroidery on t-shirts, polos, hats, boots, baby apparel, scarves, bags, and more. For churches, schools, sports organizations, family reunion t-shirts, or businesses that need personalized workwear or promotional apparel, RLC Shirts can help with no minimum order. Phone 334-899-4339 or online rlcshirts.com. Denny Vision is a proud supporter of the Joy FM, and their number one priority is patient satisfaction. They strive to provide a positive experience from the moment each person walks into the office. Denny Vision has an optical lab to create lenses on site, along with a selection of designer optical and sunglass frames. They focus on promoting good eye health while assisting patients in having the clearest vision possible. Their doctors help see the difference, which is their slogan. Located at 151 East Main Street in Dothan, online at dennyvision.com or phone 334-793-2633. Ridgecrest Baptist Church proudly supports all local athletics. At Ridgecrest, we have many opportunities for all ages, including children, middle school, high school, and college students. I'm Chase Fault, the student pastor, and I want to invite you to see how your family might fit in at Ridgecrest. Learn more on our website at rbcdothan.org. Welcome back to The Sweet Spot as we close with today's Triple C segment, Corey's Closing Comments. This is what I want to share with you today. It comes from Isaiah 29, 13 in the New International Version Bible. And it reads, The Lord says, These people come near to me with their mouth and honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. Their worship of me is based on merely human rules they have been taught. And what the scripture says to me is, Sometimes if we're not careful, we can get caught up in religious acts on what the world and society says, how you should worship God and what it looks like and what it sounds like. But here it tells us, the Lord tells us, we can't just honor God with our mouth and with our lips. It can't be cheap talk. What we say has to line up with what we do. And when you do those things, it becomes what's in your heart. So God doesn't want us just to 
sound holy or seem like we're holy. He wants us to be holy from inside out. And I believe even to the point in our prayers, we can become rehearsed in what we say to God on a daily basis because now it just becomes what you say out of memorization, what you say out of routine, out of habit, but your heart's not in it. So God wants us to always know that he knows our hearts, regardless of what comes out of our mouth. Remember Isaiah 29, 13 from the New International Version Bible. The Lord says, These people come near to me with their mouth and honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. Their worship of me is based on merely human rules they have been taught. And as we always say, there's nothing better than being in the sweet spot. Stay in the sweet spot on the Joy FM Sports Facebook page. This has been a presentation of the Joy FM Sports. It's more than a game.